This is Scott Becker with the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. I'm here today with regular guest Rebecca Urban, who talks to us regularly about different topics facing healthcare leaders. She's going to talk to us today at the start of 2024 about what she's most excited about for this year, what she's most optimistic about this year. Rebecca, let me tee it up, have you introduce yourself, and tell us what you're most excited about this year. Hi, uh, good morning. I think... For me, um, I'm Rebecca Urban at uh, Suma Health. I'm the System Director for Orthopedics and Surgical Service Lines. And it's exciting. I feel like uh, as we get started in January, it's that month that has been a very long month. Uh, but we are most excited here over really our workforce development and also our um, OR efficiencies. We had a lot of great projects in 2023. And as we get into uh, 2024, is really being able to continue on that track. And so when we work at um, our workforce development is kind of understanding what we need to do um, moving forward into this year to really be able to retain our workforce and also be able to make sure that we're supporting them um, in the ways that they need, whether it's through certificate programs or uh, development and making sure we're doing that um, intentional routing has been a really key uh, in working with my team. Thank you. And what do you see in terms of the workforce this year? Is it going to get tougher? Is it going to get easier? Over the last couple of years have been a challenge for most systems in terms of contract labor, just trying to keep up. What do you sort of see this year? What's your product, What's your expectation on what the workforce looks like this year? Yeah, I think in terms of contract labor, um, obviously individuals are still utilizing that, and um, healthcare organizations are trying to kind of minimize that as much as possible. So I think one thing that we're seeing is I'm seeing a lot of folks who had went to contract um, over the last couple of years and really trying to find their new home um, in a healthcare organization. They're looking to come back and being back in their hometowns and those areas and not as much in the travel. I think another part that's important is just on the retainment and that starts at really being able to meet our workforce where it's at. Um, you see kind of every day that there's the issues with um, those who may have, be young parents or deaths and things that are um, occurring in their lives is how we support them first as humans. I think you see a lot about how it's, uh, how you get the human back into healthcare and really being able to support them. And sometimes that's kind of taking a look at kind of how our policies align up with um, time off and supporting as schools are closing. Uh, being in a snow belt area, we see that a lot where any given day, you could be missing a uh, majority of your workforce um, because of bad weather. And so I think how we respond to that as leaders um, is just as important as on a Tuesday at 7 o'clock in the morning as it is um, when it becomes annual reviews and things like that. I also think in regards to uh, we're going through annual reviews right now, and it's really being able to, to provide that feedback that uh, individuals are hearing, not just once a year, but being able to hear throughout on understanding kind of where is their development, what are they looking to achieve? Maybe it's joining a master's program or um, continuing education, a new certificate. And sometimes their career path may not always want to be on your team. So how we as um, managers are supporting them to move into um, different positions within the organization, um, I think is some of my uh, best advice for individuals. Thank you. Now, I have the hardest time giving hard feedback to people, difficult feedback, where they're having challenges, where we're not thrilled with what they're doing. Any advice for how do you give somebody hard feedback, you know, things where they have to do better? Any advice on that? Yeah, that's that's the hard stuff. Um, I'm really fortunate to have a really great team where um, that is far and few between. Uh, but I think in looking at 
the hard feedback is just being um, upfront and um, being straightforward onto that. And I think it's understanding where where individuals are and what being able to give them a, a certain focus. I think sometimes we like to um, just by default, there's a broad stroke that is um, focus and maybe it's the idea of being able to grow more on um, organization and understanding maybe that individual just doesn't have the tool to be organized. So how do you utilize Microsoft Office, Microsoft Suite um, to help keep somebody organized where previously they might be missing deadlines and they don't know where to start because technology has changed drastically over the last two years to five years. And I think just really being able to just sit with that individual and help them um, that has been some of kind of like the best, the best for me is really being able to, to help give that. And I think sometimes we see hard feedback as something that of everything that individuals are doing wrong versus how we as leaders can help bridge them from one way to um, the next. And sometimes our teams just need to help on building that bridge and understanding what that bridge looks like because they often also understand kind of this is an area that I'm struggling on that I need to improve on. Thank you. Right. They often understand that some are very self-aware, some are not as self-aware, but, but very challenging sometimes to give that kind of constructive but hard feedback. Anything else that's top of mind this year that you're excited about with the workforce, with your team, aligning team, what else are you excited about this year? Yeah, I think this year is really looking at um, surgical volume, obviously, is always something that is top of mind is how do we grow our volume? How do we get patients in? quicker and being able to have that access and how do we look at um, just the OR as a whole. Uh, I know one thing that I was looking at the other day is just understanding how we have access in the ambulatory um, area to be able to get to the OR. Sometimes when you look at OR weight, if you're looking at three weeks to get into surgery or six weeks, there's all these other areas that are really important to look at, such as access to a CT or access to an MRI and how that plays a role in the bigger picture. And I think uh, one thing that um, I've learned just kind of through the conversations is you can't make those decisions on a service line standpoint in a silo. You have to be having those conversations. As you bring on a new provider to look at growth, you need to be talking to all of ambulatory, all of um, the ancillary support services, such as imaging, is how does that look for their resources? Because if it's not as simple as just plugging somebody in on a Tuesday afternoon um, if they don't have access to x-ray or MRI. And so really being able to kind of bring that all together. And I think that's, that's an area that when I talk to my peers across the region and um, also across the country is we're always focused on the excitement of bringing out a new provider will be uh, resultant to X, but sometimes there's these own little um, barriers that are in our way that we have to solve for. And it's not about just looking at that opening. If it's, you know that you have a location open on Tuesdays and Thursdays in the afternoon. Sometimes you need to do like a three-way, four-way switch. I always say it's a monopoly pieces that you're trying to move over. Um, it's a strategy and where you best put folks to kind of maximize all of your resources because the staffing trends are the same. Um, there's obviously a shortage of x-ray techs and radiology, et cetera. Um, groups of individuals that you have to be, we have to be at the top usage of all of our resources, whether that's equipment or staffing, um, and that can't be made in silos in order to deliver the most efficient um, healthcare delivery. 
Thank you very, very much. I think your, your focus on staffing, this concept that working in teams with other teams, so it's not a zero-sum game where we're stealing from them, they're stealing from us, but you've got to do it in a coordinated fashion. Everybody's struggling with the same thing. If you don't do it in some kind of coordinated fashion, it creates great ill will within the workplace and challenges and so forth. I think that's really well, a very good point as well in terms of how you work within the system. Uh, Rebecca, it's always a pleasure to visit with you on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Again, Rebecca Urban from Summa Health, fantastic leader. Thank you for joining us today on the Becker's Healthcare Podcast. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. It's so important for leaders at the top of organizations to keep learning, stay sharp, grow their networks, help our audience better do this in a more simplified, personalized, and meaningful way. Becker's Healthcare has launched MyBHC. It's your trusted Becker's Healthcare experience and more with content, connections, events, and learning opportunities. Join the community free of charge at www.my.beckershospitalreview.com and we'll see you there. Thank you.